Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's been a minute, y'all, but I'm back. Man, I have been so blessed. This weekend, I went to this conference. Uh, Chantel Ikabi, she's from Denver, Colorado. And what drew me to the conference was, number one, I don't do a lot of following people on YouTube, but I do know that there are seasons and times that God will lead you to certain speakers whom he is filtering his word through. And that word will either be instructions for you, encouragement, um, a something that will encourage, you know, that will give you what you need um, to just push through. And that's what he did for me with this young lady. The name of the conference was uh, Freedom and Restoration. Freedom and Restoration. Chantelle Ikabe. And um, very interesting. I, I just said, you know, the Lord just released me to go to that conference. Uh, like I mentioned, I don't do a lot of following but there are times when God will lead me to a messenger whom he is filtering his word through. Um, and that's what I do. That's what I did. And God enabled her to be here. And I thought that was an opportunity for me to see her up close and personal. And I was blessed um, by that conference. Um, yeah, there's some things that Perhaps we can see, but you know what? I went with expectation and what I needed, God gave it to me. Amen. And one of the um, scriptures, um, I believe one of the speakers was a young man. He spoke and he brought out Isaiah, the 42nd chapter. And he read, I believe, verses one through five, could have been a, a little longer. But the verse that ministered to me, the verse that that God led me back to, really, because at the time the young man was reading the verses, of course, the word is good all by itself, you know. Um, and I was listening and I was receiving it because I went with expectation to receive what God had for me. And when he was reading, you know, it, it, it touched my heart and I, and, I, and, I, and I thank God for it. But the Lord led me back to this verse in the scripture tonight and he, he illuminated it. He pulled it off the pages for me to do a little bit of a study on it. And it is Isaiah 42, verse 3, a bruised reed he will not break and smoking flax he will not quench he will bring forth justice for truth <laughs> a bruised reed he will not break and smoking flax he will not quench he will bring forth justice for truth now I just read to you out of the New King James Version. Read whatever version that is, brings more clarity to you, but you do know the true clarity comes from the Holy Spirit. So pray before you 
read or study or meditate on anything um, it's pertaining to the Word of God, anything really, but the Word of God, because the Holy Spirit will enlighten you and give you what you need. I'm all about getting what I need in this season because God has a calling upon our life, and the first calling, I do believe, is the calling of reconciliation, to be reconciled. So with that calling alone, we need to study to show that show ourselves approved, to rightly divide this word, to get that truth so that we can be a part of freedom and restoration and reconciliation. I do believe that. Well, I did jot down some notes. Now, they're all over the place because in the midst of me reading this verse in scripture again, man, it <laughs> brought me to tears and I just start jotting, just start jotting things down. I pray that when I share this with you, that you are led to go back and study and to really meditate on what God is speaking to you about it. Because I do believe if you clicked on this particular podcast, that it was meant for you to hear and meant for you to go back, pray, ask the Holy Spirit to give you guidance and wisdom and enlighten the word that God has for you from this verse in scripture. So he said, a bruised reed. So I looked up that. What is a bruised reed? And I know that I've seen like almost like tall grass, but it's a little thicker than grass, a reed. And it said, um, I've seen it. You know, it, it stands up. And if it's broken, usually, you know, if it's broken, you take it, you crush it, and you cast it aside. It's, it's no good. It just stands there. It's, it's weak. It's broken. And sometimes when you try to break it off, the stem, or you try to break it off, it will pierce you. You know, it will kind of puncture your hand or it will scrape you or something. So what are you going to do with that? Yeah, you're going to get rid of it. You're going to crush it and get rid of it. Well, I'm going to read to you some of the information that I received, and um, I pray that you understand it, but go further in the Holy Spirit. Like I said, it got me good. It spoke to me, a bruised reed and a smoking flax. Now, when I first tried to um, look it up, it said a bruised reed is an internal injury which cut, which crushes a vital organ. It implies a deep contusion. This is not just a break in the skin externally, but rather a break internally that has injured or destroyed a vital internal organ. Isaiah is talking about maybe something you don't see on the surface, but on the inside, you are so crushed that you are literally dying. A bruised reed. And then I jot it down. Christ will lift, heal, and help the bruised reed. We are all bruised reeds. And I read that from, and I'm getting all this information from Google and different commentaries, okay? And I wrote down the ones that spoke to me. 
And there was another one that, that mentioned that we're all bruised reeds. And they gave examples of what a bruised reed was. It was like the woman that was pressing her way through the, through the, um, you know, through the crowd to anoint Jesus, you know, through the crowd of men who he was sitting with to anoint him. She was the, the woman who had got caught in the sin and she took that precious ointment, that precious oil that was a year's wages and she broke the bottle of that oil, the neck of that oil bottle and she pressed her way through to anoint Jesus. She's what you call a bruised reed. Someone that was helpless, someone that was weak and we are bruised we reads. If you don't consider yourself a bruised reed, I'm a bruised reed because I am weak. I am helpless most times and all the time because without the blood of Jesus, you know, there is no salvation. There is no healing. There is no eternal healing, eternal deliverance. So that is why I say we are all bruised Reads because we all have some type of spiritual condition, physical condition, mental or emotional condition that is weak and that's damaged and that's wounded and that's hurting, you know, uh, a bruised reed. And like I mentioned before, if you can put on your mad, put get into your imagination state, imagine the tall, uh, uh, like in the farm, you know, the tall grass or the tall wheat or, or tear or whatever, you know, that tall, I say gr grass could be the wheat growing up with the tears. Yeah. And you have the reeds that look like a stick thing. And when the wind is blowing and, or you passing through the, you know, through that field and you, you break one off and it sticks up. What do you do with it? You crush it, you break it off and you throw throw it to the ground. But this word tells us as you can, as you study, if you choose to study it, that Jesus do not cast us aside. We may be broken like that broken reed is, but what he does, he lifts us. He, 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 he don't crush us and cast us aside as if we're good for nothing. No, Jesus don't do that for us. He heals us. He restores us. And he still use us in spite of our brokenness. He don't, and our bruised and our woundedness. For he came to heal the brokenhearted. Hallelujah. That's what he came to do. And that is a part of being uh, that bruised reed. Then it talks about the smoking flax. Now, the definition that I received, again, Googling information out uh, and praying and asking, Lord, what, you know, which one? Um, it said the wick of a lamp. I'm back in, in the, the ancient times. The lamps were made of clay and filled with olive oil. The wick was a, f a few strands of flax fiber or twisted cotton thread. The flax wick was, was a quick burner and hard to keep lit. Now, now that spoke to me. I can be a quick burner, but it's very hard to keep me lit. 
You see what I'm saying? Oh my God. But the scripture says, as you study, that God do not quench, hallelujah, he will not quench the fire of the smoking flax. You hear what I'm saying? He will not quench it because what happens is, since that flax is such a quick burner and it's hard to stay lit, what it does, it begins to give off more smoke. And what do smoke do? Smoke irritates the eyes, irritates the atmosphere when it's coming from a candle or a wick that is burning out. But God do not quench us, even though our light is dim, even though, and I picked this up too from this Googling thing, and it just touched me because even though we have some bad habits, even though we have some frailness, some weaknesses, even though we kind of toe up from the flow up, even though we are messed up and we mess others around, when we repent, there you go, that's, that's what I'm talking about. When we repent and turn, have a change of heart, a change of heart, God will not quench that dim light. He will begin to fan the flames so that we can shine even brighter, even more brighter. You see? So the bruised reed and the smoking flax is just an idiom. And that's what they call an idiom. And an idiom is a group of words with a meaning different from their literal definition. Example, is raining cats and dogs. Now you know it's not literally raining, raining cats and dogs, but we're trying to say it's raining so hard out there, you won't even be able to see your way. Well, this broken reed and smoking flax idiom, what it's saying and what I, what resonated with me and what I received, the revelation I received from that word was, you may be bruised or I may be bruised. I may be broken in different areas of my life and my light may be dim. I may have done some things, thought some things, said some things that will not shine a light or glorify the Father. But in the midst of it all, whether I'm broken and my light is dim, God is a lifter up. He will lift us up again. He will fan the flames. He will fan the flame of that dim light and we will shine again. He will not crush us and cast us aside because we are broken in different areas of our life, but he will lift us up, straighten us out, hallelujah, and use us in spite of, because he'll take the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Yes, he will. And God will have mercy on whom he will have mercy. And he will have compassion on whom he will have compassion. 
I pray that this has been food for thought for you. I may have been all over the place, but I'm going to keep it in t real with you. This is just the way it came to me, and it's, it was so much more, but I didn't want to keep holding you. I want you to go out and study that passage, Isaiah chapter 42. Study the whole chapter because it's going to talk about Egypt. It's going to talk about Babylon and Assyria and the war and the thing that was going on, the captivity. And it, 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 once you study it, you'll see why. This particular chapter is called, is about the servant and the servant is Jesus, the Christ who came to set us free by the shedding of his blood from generation to generation. Come on, y'all study it and let the Holy Spirit speak to you like he spoke to me in Jesus name. I pray that um, the next time we meet, and we greet <laughs> and you hear this podcast that God have blessed you abundantly and above all you could ever think or ask. Stay blessed.